What's your opinion on the no contact approach? Like when you're dealing with a narcissist, with a toxic person, what's your opinion on what's actually happening with no contact and why it's necessary? I had a couple of people ask me this the other day, so I wanted to make a video of it just to be able to share some of my thoughts, my ideas about it, and hopefully be able to provide some clarity for you guys about no contact. A lot of times we talk about narcissists and dealing with toxic people, we talk about going no contact. Why? A lot of times when a person does not go no contact with a toxic person, it's re-triggering your trauma time after time after time. You get to the place where you feel like you're about ready to heal and then that person just randomly walks back into your life or contacts you or sends you a text message and you start to spiral back out or you let them back in your life. So many times going no contact is essential for someone who's breaking away from a narcissist, breaking away from a toxic person, breaking away from the trauma bond. And until they actually do that, typically they don't actually heal and especially not fully. Think of it this way. If you had a burn that's on your arm and you put a Band-Aid on it and you put this wrap on it and every single day you're like, maybe it's going to get better and you rip it off just as the scab was starting to form and every day it rips off the scab, it actually ends up activating and ends up exposing it to the elements. It ends up being something that you end up ripping off that scab and it starts to bleed once more. This is what happens when you're with a toxic person and not going no contact is every single day you interact, there's trauma that activates in your body, in your mind, in your emotion, all these different pieces that happen that you rip off the band-aid and then it keeps bleeding over and over and over again. The hard part is people normally don't realize what's happening and so they keep doing it thinking maybe it's going to get better or maybe it's going to fix the problem that I'm currently dealing with. Unfortunately, it typically never does. So why no, no contact? Well, when we talk about no contact, it's important to understand that first off, no contact means no contact whatsoever. That includes you looking them up on social media, you checking his social media to see who the next person that he's with. Like it still means like having that phone where he can text you or you can text the other person. Like it's important to understand that no contact means absolutely none, that there's no interactions and there's no way to be able to see the other person. This includes you checking your social media, which would be called pain shopping. When you're actually looking at someone else's social media to feel or to try to prompt a feeling inside of you that you haven't been able to touch on for a while or that feels like it's completely void. So when we talk about going into a contact, it's important to be able to walk into the situation saying, hey, if I want to heal, this is where I'm going to have to go. Now, the hard thing is not everybody's there. Not everybody's at that place where they can understand, acknowledge, or see that is actually a good thing. Sometimes people have to walk through a period of events to actually get to the place that they understand they need to go no contact. This is why we work with people every single day to try to help them rewire their mindset, to get to the place where they're dealing with the truth of the situation and not the lies that they believe from some other person. It's important for you to go no contact if you want to access that healing. So many times people say, I'm no contact. I'm just not going to respond to them. And my question then is, wait a second, you're not actually no contact. No contact means you can't respond to them because there's no way for them to contact you. This includes a lot of times people changing their numbers, going from blocking the phone number to changing their numbers so that the person has no way to be able to contact at all. Oftentimes people say, but what about me because I have kids? And the thing that I like to be able to have people understand is that a toxic parent is way worse than having an absent parent. And you want to be able to move away as fast as you can from a person who's breathing toxicity into you and also your kids as well. 
When we talk about going no contact in the family system, a lot of times you're going to have to use a third-party app to have all your communication through. That typically means you're only going to have texting with that other person or you're only going to be emailing with that other person. It might be that the kids are old enough and they have their own phone or they have a, an iPad or something that they can communicate with that person on when it is needed or when it is agreed on upon a court order or a court custody case. It is important to understand that you want to be able to limit the contact you have with that person as much as possible. This means you'd be only texting or you'd be only emailing means you're taking yourself away from being easy access for the narcissist in your life. You're only going to respond on email. That way it gives you time to be able to calm down. It gives you time to be able to have it go into a folder and so you don't have to be triggered by looking at it or it ha popping up on your phone 24-7. That way you can take the chance to be able to take a moment, take a breath and say, okay, now I can actually deal with this. There's a lot of people that are no contact with kids. They've had to do that for their own mental and emotional safety and for their kids' growth and development. Well, what's no contact actually do for the other person involved? What's it do for the narcissist? Does it actually hurt them? What does it actually accomplish? Okay, well, when a narcissist views no contact, especially like you ghost them, you're just like, I'm done, it's completely over and it just disappears, there's this piece of losing that a narcissist doesn't like to do. Because narcissism wants to be able to win over you or over the situation. Oftentimes this is done by, hey, I look good. I am a good person. I am a good dad. I am a good, and the list goes on and on, of them trying to convince themselves of who they are. When you actually leave and go no contact, it proves in that moment that they're not exactly the person that they're saying they are. However, a narcissist hates the fact that they might be losing. Sometimes this is why narcissists hate losing at games as well. For me, that's a big one. I don't like playing games if I know I can't win. And so I don't like playing a lot of games. We're working on that. Wife and I are doing like weekly game nights to be able to help with that. But a narcissist oftentimes is looking at the aspect of like, I have to win. Because me winning means that I'm better than you. It means that I'm better than whatever else is going on. So a lot of times they're going to try to win over you, which is why they'll try to hoover you back. And a lot of times we see a Hoover attempt happen really quickly because the narcissist wants to put them back in place of power and put them back showing that they're the ones in control and that you want them. And when you open the door back up and let them back in, it proves to them that they're somehow worthy because you actually want them. No contact sometimes will make a narcissist spiral out a little bit more, but often it'll actually make them change in the last minute. It's like the person will be walking out the door and all of a sudden the narcissist flips the script they act wonderful. They act nice. They act great. They give you all the things you ever wanted at the last moment. Because in that last moment, it's like all these other tactics haven't been working. So let's change it. Let's change it up. The difference is when you decide to stay, the mask falls aside pretty quickly. Sometimes it falls aside pretty quickly because the narcissist never wanted you to stay to start off with. They just wanted to look good in holding you back and saying, please don't go, please, I want you to stay. And you see these videos sometimes of them spiraling out of like saying a bunch of stuff and it's all a show to try to get the person to do what they want them to do in the moment and then they revert back to what they wanted to do to start off with. A narcissist typically isn't glad when you go no contact with them. Like they're typically pissed off. Now, the reason why they're typically pissed off is first off that aspect of losing, like they just lost control over you. They just lost control of the situation. There's also an aspect that they tend to flip it around in this aspect of betrayal. Now, once you consider a narcissist will think, wait a second, you just left me, okay? 
they're like, it can't be because of me, right? Because I'm perfect. It can't be my fault. It has to be on you. So you just left me when I'm here giving my everything, giving my all, like loving you. Yes, and other people and other things, but I'm loving you, right? There's all this stuff, okay? There's stuff going on and they're like, I'm giving it all to you. But the thing is, they're not actually willing to acknowledge that the reason why you're leaving is because of them. So it has to be turned around and they have to become the victim. Like, I can't believe she actually walked out on me. When she did that, like, like this is the exact time when I need her. This is the exact time when I need her in my life. Doesn't she understand that this is the worst time? Like, I need the support. I need the care. But instead, she walked away. You know what? She actually betrayed me. And then the logic comes out where narcissists twist it around so that they're not the bad person. They're the one that's abused and betrayed by someone who left them based on the abuse that they suffered at the hand of the narcissist. We see this happen time and time again, where narcissists will do this and flip it around at the very end. So are they glad when you go no contact? No. The majority of the time it pisses them off, especially if you're the one that initiates it because they lost control over you. In that moment, they had an idea of what they wanted. They wanted you in their life so they could look good to society, they could act a certain way, and they still wanted other things. Typically, this aspect is they want you to leave. Excuse me. They wanted you to leave, but they didn't want to look bad in that. There was an aspect that I wanted my wife to leave so that I wasn't the bad person. In my mind, I I justified by saying, hey, I'm the person that cheated, so therefore, I don't have the right to leave. I don't have the right to actually like give up on her or have a divorce, but I wasn't changing. It was a bunch of bullshit that I was putting in my mind to make myself feel better about myself. But as a result, when she started walking out the door, I started begging for her to stay. Then when she would stay, I would get pissed off because I didn't want her to stay. I just didn't want to look bad in getting her to leave. Otherwise, it would have been easy just to be like, hey, leave, get out, because I didn't care. But again, I didn't want to look bad in doing that. Did you have this happen in your relationship? Do you see the flip that happens when you say, okay, I'm moving out. Okay, I'm leaving. Okay, this is over. And all of a sudden you see everything changes in like an instant. Narcissists will do whatever they have to do in the moment. And they'll tell you that. I'll do anything to make this work. I'll do anything you want me to do. But unfortunately, it's just they want you to give them the list. So they can check it off and go back to doing the same exact thing. So, kind of got off track a little bit, but does a narcissist actually like it when you go no contact? No, uh, because you just took back control. You took back control of who you are. You actually took back a piece of your power, and then you have to step forward in breaking the trauma bond so you don't go back or so you don't open the door. When we go no contact, it's complete, it's whole, it's helping you move forward in a happy, healthy, and healed way. If you want to know more about this, tap below to actually go to escapetoxicity.com to be able to check out some more information that we're putting together to help you break free from abuse.